Welcome to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. I'm your host, Chaplain Gray Stallworth. For a long time, I felt like there is a compelling reason why being fit spiritually is important to our well-being. While we are to treat our bodies as a temple of the Lord, we have to remember that being spiritually fit has eternal implications. Paul tells us in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. Sure, I promised myself I'm going to read the Bible more faithfully in the coming year, go to church more often, and serve others. But life gets busy and interferes with our best intentions. What if there was a way for us to train for godliness that we could sustain and remain motivated? I believe that if one can get started on a basic spiritual fitness program and establish good habits in doing so, then he can sustain the workouts. Please join me and some wonderful guests as we discuss some basic workout elements in the next several episodes here on Training for Godliness. I am fortunate to have met my guest today just a few short years ago, yet we have a lot in common, including our love for the Lord. David Lewis is currently the CEO of the Prattville YMCA in Prattville, Alabama. He is also a recent Outstanding Eagle Scout Award winner. So David is a good example, putting our knowledge of God into action by helping others. Here's our discussion of doing good works as part of our daily spiritual workout. Well, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have uh, David Lewis uh, uh, with us today. And uh, he is uh, deep in the heart of Dixie in Prattville, Alabama, uh, with a YMCA there. And uh, it's just great to have you on the uh, podcast, David. Welcome. Great. It's my privilege to, to join you today. And Certainly have uh, always uh, admired you and your work and uh, commitment to the Lord and commitment to the YMCA. And uh, even though you have uh, long since retired, I appreciate your connection still with the Y and uh, and your prayer, uh, most importantly, for not only for me, but for other CEOs around the country. And it means a lot to me to know that someone cares enough to take their time to do that uh, specifically for us. So thank you. Oh, well, that's great. I, I enjoy doing it, and uh, it's an honor and privilege to, to do that for some very fine folks. Uh, uh, tell uh, tell folks a little bit about yourself. I know uh, you've been with the YMCA for a while, and there in Prattville. Uh, Prattville is your home, and, and it's been that yeah. way, I guess, for a long time. So uh, tell folks a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I ended up uh, at the YMCA kind of like I ended up in Prattville by accident, but uh, I've been the CEO here of the Prattville YMCA uh, since 2012, so almost almost seven years, and uh, I came to the Y from outside the movement. I, um, uh, well, somewhat outside the movement. I was a, bo- a volunteer board member here and I've been a member of this Y for a number of years. Uh, but I was a banker here in this community for for 18 years, and uh, mm-hmm. I thought that I had found my life's work and uh, was certainly uh, very uh, happy and, and successful in what I was doing as a as a commercial banker at a community bank that I. Uh, helped to open up uh, some time ago, and and was really uh, was really enjoying that. But God, God sometimes uh, uh, throws uh, throws you some curveballs, and uh, that was certainly what happened with me. Ended up at the Y, 
But uh, I'm so fortunate and thankful to have this opportunity. I've learned so very much about uh, about myself and about our community and about helping other people um, here through my work with the Y. It's such an important part of our community. Um, our Y has been here since 1963, and I have the great privilege of, of uh, following in the footsteps of uh, Mr. Willis Bradford, who started our Y uh, from the trunk of his car in 1963. So uh, <laughs> following a Following a legend uh, is is not is no easy task, but I consider it an honor and a privilege. Uh, and I think God placed me here for just this purpose because um, it's important to me to be a good steward of of the work that He put in, and that all of our staff. We have a very seasoned and tenured staff here, uh, uh, professional directors that have been here for a long, long time. He did a great job of cultivating them and uh, cultivating volunteers and, and just penetration into the community. And uh, mm-hmm. I want to see that grow and, and continue to impact lives here for many years to come. And I know it has impacted my family greatly. And um, and so to have that opportunity is, is a privilege. And I think God has really been preparing me for this my entire life. Uh, and and I, I tell people that God is uh, teaching me every day. And uh, sometimes I think he intended on this job to take me to the woodshed <laughs> because uh, <laughs> it, it, it's very humbling. But uh but I've I've thoroughly right. enjoyed it. I I've met so many wonderful people, um, not only uh, here here in, uh, in in our state of Alabama, but uh, across the country, um, who are committed to, uh, to this great work and, and and see it as a mission field. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's a uh, you know, it, while while some parts of our country have moved away from from uh, the Christian emphasis of the why, there are so many that feel that it is vitally important. And those people are not just relegated to the South. Uh, there are people all mm-hmm. across America True. and across the world that feel like that's important. And I, I've been very uh, encouraged by that. And, uh, and, and, you know, sometimes in the, in the midst of, of strife and, and challenges or perceived strife and challenges, you find your greatest success. So I'm, I'm, I've, I'm hopeful that the uh, that the Christian heritage of the wise is is fixing to really uh, blossom into a new level, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of that. Oh, I, I think it I think it certainly has that potential. Uh, it certainly does. Well, you're kind of like myself. I mean, I you know what kind of has brought me to this whole project around a spiritual workout is I see people coming in and out of the Y for so many years and. And uh, they obviously are working first on their body. You know, that's the first thing they think about. And, um, you know, many people put a lot of effort into that. And, um, you know, I just wish that people would would put that same amount of effort into their spiritual workouts. And, uh, you know, what a, what a, a much better place that this would all be if people would throw themselves into spiritual workouts like they do like some people do, <laughs> I need to do a little bit more of that myself in the physical. <laughs> but uh, you know, um, so that's what I've been working on this developing this spiritual workout, and 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 I've uh, as I've uh, shared with you, um, I feel like there's some some pieces, some disciplines that should be daily, and uh, do good works is one of those. And uh, you know, uh, I, I thought about you when I saw that you had been named a an outstanding Eagle Scout, uh, and uh, of course the Boy Scouts uh, say do a good turn daily, and uh, so I know that that that's ingrained in you, 
uh, to, to look for those opportunities and to, uh, you know, recognize the needs of others. And uh, as the BSA website says, take action accordingly. So, um, so how do we how do we make that a part of our everyday life, David? What uh, what what comes to mind when you're thinking about doing good works and making it a part of your your everyday life? Well, you know, um, to me, um, it's a byproduct of of a relationship with with Jesus and with uh, his expectation of us, um, you know, and I don't think that we can, uh, I'm not a believer in, in, in works-based uh, uh, salvation or anything like that. Absolutely. Any way we can earn, earn our way to heaven. It's only through yeah. grace and through the blood of Jesus. But I feel like that, um, that if we, we understand that truth and we have that in our heart, that the byproduct of that is going to be evident in our life each day. And uh, mm-hmm. I certainly struggle. I certainly struggle um, through life uh, just like everybody else, but I, I hope um, I hope that that by by doing things that I feel led to do by by my uh, by my heart that uh, that that God can be glorified through that. And I feel like you know I, I've been in scouting my whole life, uh, my, most of my life. I started as a third mm-hmm. grader. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was back before they started reaching into kindergarten to get scouts, but, uh, That's started right. as a third grader, a third grader as a Cub Scout and, and, uh, and, and, and then, um, moved into Boy Scouts and have just never left. Um, and it has been a huge impact on my life. I, I, the, the men and women that have, um, that I have come in contact with in scouting have, have just really richly blessed my life and I've uh, learned so much and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today were it not for the contributions of so many people who gave of their time and their resources to afford me the opportunity to to have the experiences I've had. And I'm a big believer in, in stewardship, and I feel like God gives us opportunities and expects us to take those opportunities and, and to grow them and uh, and to, to invest them in other people. Um, for his glory and I, you know, the parable of the talents comes to mind, um, in mm-hmm. the Bible and, and, uh, just, that just permeates my thoughts, um, as I think about how God has blessed me, um, and, and, and how that's not something I'm supposed to keep for myself, but it's something that I'm supposed to, to do even more. And, um, you know, right. early in my scout, early in my scouting, um, uh, life, uh, I, actually as I earned my Eagle Scout rank in 1986, I, I remember specifically being told by by leaders, uh, adult leaders in my community. Uh, I grew up in Selma, not long, uh, not far from Prattville, but uh, then that they told me, "Hey, this is not this is not a stopping point. This is a this is a starting point, and you need to pay it forward." Right. Um, and it was really impressed upon me, both in word and through action. Most importantly, that I had a debt to repay. And what I've since learned is. It's one of those things where it's a bottomless pit. It never seems to uh, it never <laughs> seems to be paid. Uh, and and the more, right. because the right. more I the more I'm involved uh, in scouting in particular, um, the more I seem to get from it. And I will tell you that 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 has just transcended my life. Um, I, I approach my banking career. I, first of all, the, the opportunity that I had that brought me to Prattville was um, and, and into banking from my from my um, days at Auburn. War Eagle, by the way, uh, from my days at Auburn, um, <laughs> were, uh, w- was directly 
related to my time in scouting and relationship that I had made there with the bank CEO um, there in my hometown, and, and he gave me an opportunity, not because of my academic stall, the academic uh, prowess that I had or, or anything. Uh, I mean, I was I was far from that, but um, he saw something in my character through my scouting involvement that, that let him know that I would be the person he wanted on his team. And that opportunity mm-hmm. turned into an 18-year career. And, and I've never forgotten the fact that that that, uh, that, that investment in, that people made in me helped me to find my life's work and then ultimately led mm-hmm. me into the why. And I just think yes. it is so important for us as Christians, us as Americans and men, uh, in our communities to, to really just share, uh, with people the importance of doing that. The world is so corrupt around us and it's, it's telling all of us, hey, take as much as you can. Uh, uh, it's taking, uh, you know, take, take everything you can and, 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 you know, uh, be selfish about it. But, I believe, you know, we're supposed to take what we have and and use it to help other people. And uh, and I, what I have found is that that there's no way that blessings won't flow from that, both for 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 me and for for other people. And uh, and it just really uh, that's what I tried to base my whole entire career on. And uh, God mm-hmm. has certainly honored that. I feel like um, in a big way. And uh, you know, it's not about that, and I feel like, you know, not every day is going to be roses, and just because I'm out trying to do something positive doesn't mean the result's going to be that way. You know, there's been a lot of mm-hmm. challenges mm-hmm. that, that I found myself in. There's oftentimes when I'm thinking, I'm doing this, as, you know, for, for volunteer work and whatnot. So <laughs> I feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I volunteered to do this, and it's, uh, you know, I got myself into this, but I really do right. think God's using every, every situation for His glory and every, uh, in, in every, uh, opportunity um, for for his good and and so that that just is inspiring to me to, to just keep be diligent and and to keep uh, pushing forward and just to see the impact um, you know particularly in a program uh, like the Y and like scouting you know a program that invests in young people and then to see those young people grow up and have families of their own um, and see them yeah. giving back. Man, I'll tell you, uh, I don't think there's any check that could be large enough that I could receive that would be more uh, meaningful than to, than to see the fruit of, of time you spent, you know, carrying forward and in, 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 um, in the life of, of a father, a mother, um, a Sunday school teacher, some, somebody who's making a difference in the li- lives of others that, that you helped to, to foster. And, uh, Absolutely. And, and and that's really you know an incredible feeling. So I just really feel like you know if we um, if we would all uh, just really take a second and, and pause and, and focus on really on doing for others above ourselves, I think it would just you know it, it would be unbelievable what the impact would be. And you know we talk about being uh, about about being. Uh, Christ followers and and, um, and and what that means and I and I look at, at the life that Christ led and you know it was about serving others and it was about um, you know and I mean he he visibly uh, exemplified that I mean I think about him washing his disciples' feet and um, mm-hmm. the, you know the concept of, of servant leadership is something that I think is so very important 
and you know you can't you can't leave for good unless you're willing to to roll up your sleeves and get involved and and, and work. And and a lot of people, especially as I was involved in banking, um, you know, they were like, "Why do you do all this? You know, you need to you know you need to be focused on growing your portfolio or whatnot." And what I found out was that 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 was really uh you know if I I was the things I was doing. I was really inadvertently growing my portfolio because I was building relationships with people and I was building right. trust with people. And that translated uh, into them coming to me when they had opportunities that they wanted to pursue or they had challenges that they needed help with. Um, and I was, mm-hmm. a, a, I was someone that they, had, that they trusted. And in fact, I found that just because I'm not at the bank anymore and I happen to be at the Y, that didn't stop. I, you know, I still, for a while, I felt like I worked at the bank and the Y, uh, cause people were still coming to me. But, uh, but I found that to be the case at the Y as well. And, you know, people ask me, well, you know, you got your own organization to worry about. Why are you involved in this? And it's the same thing. You know, it can't be all about right. ourselves. It's got to be, you know, got to be about, sometimes sometimes it's it, uh, most of the time it's about doing something for somebody else with that no expectation of return but just when you think you just when you think you have uh, done it with no uh with no uh gratitude in return something big happens and it and it's just like like I said it's that bottomless pit of paying it forward and I don't mean pit I mean bottomless opportunity of paying right, it forward right. that never gets filled so that's what I found that's right. That's right. Well, we're told over and over in the New Testament, uh, you know, to, that that nothing is useless. You know, in, you know, there's no job too small that we can't glorify God in doing it. And and um, and I think that that goes towards those small acts of kindness. Um, we never know what that small act of kindness means at the other end. You know, that that can mean a great deal to somebody when it. It sounds and, and appears to be, you know, such a little thing to us. Um, and, and I think that's a part of a part of our attitude is, you know, we don't we're again, we're told in Scripture, don't get tired, don't be weary, you know, keep doing this. Um, and, and you're exactly right. You know, uh, it's, it's God's intention that uh, our salvation results in acts of service, you know, and, yeah. and so we we're to do that. I think. I think about little things um, that we've read. You know, we've probably come across them too. Uh, you know, being a good leader means you'll do things for others, and, and being a good servant leader, you, you know, may, maybe you go to somebody's desk and you say, you know, I'll, I'll take, I'll answer your, your phone for a little bit. Go take a break, you know, and just little things like that. Um, and I think while I, I struggle with intentionally starting my day, like I'm going to do that. But I have an attitude of I see an opportunity opening up. I'm going to take it. I'm going to jump in there. You know, I see somebody's frustrated. I'm going to come to their aid. I'm going to try to be kind to them and and do something good for them and and get them off the hot seat for a few minutes or something. You know, um, right. And uh, so I think a lot of that is by attitude. I think if we're going to, you know, part of my philosophy in this workout is. That we need to do it intentionally. So, um, you know, and I'm uh, I'm glad you mentioned that word, uh, Gray. But uh, you know, I I think I think that's probably one of the most important words um, 
that should be in our vocabulary and in our understanding, uh, as, not only as Christians, uh, but as, as, as laborers in the field, um, you know, just intentionality. And I, I see so many times that, um, you know, I let myself just, just go with the flow or, or just float along and, and I don't take advantage of being in, um, of, of really getting in there and, and grabbing a hold of opportunity and being intentional about using that in the right way. And, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I think I, I it really, it, it's, it's an attitude that can really, uh, can really corrupt a lot of areas of your life. And, you know, um, I see people all the time, uh, that, that are just struggling with that. And I think that absence of intentionality is what really is, is, plaguing our society today um and and it's something that i think we've got to we've got to do a better job uh of getting our hands around and i think we've got to model it as christians for others to to, to understand and to to take hold of i feel like it's really mm-hmm. important and i'm glad you I'm glad you used that word because i do think it's so important well i think it is and it goes to it goes to something we've heard of being sports fans we We've probably heard many coaches say it, but you know they they want to they want to plan their work and then work their plan. You know, I mean, uh, you know they they go to great detail of planning out a practice. I mean, the Auburn Tigers don't show up to basketball practice and coach not have a detailed plan about every minute of that practice session. You know, absolutely. And, and so and so he his job his big job that day is to work that plan with his assistants, is to make sure they they execute that plan. And so I think as we as we think about our spiritual uh, fitness and our workout, we, we need to look for, you know, okay, my plan today is is to to do uh good in my office. I'm gonna seek out where I could be of help today. I'm gonna take thirty minutes of walking around, and I'm going to insert myself and do good uh, where those opportunities are, and and that's a, that's intentional without having the specific. I'm going to sit at so and so's desk today, right. but I think that uh, I mean I'm removed from that everyday opportunity in, in the workplace, but but um, it seems to me that that if somebody's work, still working in the bank. Or, or, or working in an office, they can they can go in that day with, I'm going to find that opportunity to do an act of kindness to a to a coworker, and, and I'm and I'm not going to let this day get by without it. And, and so, um, you know, I think that's a that's a way to you know try to approach this this part of our spiritual workout um, with that intentionality. Um, so I think that that's really good. Um, you know, I think there's other places in Scripture that, you know, talk about, you know, putting knowledge of God into action by helping others. And and, and like you said, uh, people will see that and, and they'll say, you know, well, why are you doing this? Well, I, I'm doing it in obedience to God. He, he expects this of me. Well, you know, it gives you an open door to talk and to witness right. others too. So, and of well, course, the rugby club. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I'm reminded uh, in Matthew uh, chapter five verse sixteen, um, in that in the same way, let your light so shine before others that 
they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven and that just that verse just sticks in my heart and in my mind Mm -hmm. uh you know again it's not it's not about it's not about me it shouldn't be about me but it should be about glorifying about glorifying Mm -hmm. god and i have to remind myself about that a lot uh because it's easy to let it get let it let it let it uh get to your head and get uh you know right let it become about you but or me but it's not it's about him and i've got to remember that and but I do think that's so important, you know, and, um, again, not, I don't think there's anything that, that I do on a daily basis that's, you know, that's going to push me, push me over, uh, push me, uh, across the finish line. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I think because I have the confidence in knowing Jesus, uh, and I have, uh, that salvation that I should, I, I should use my life as a magnifier for that and, and hopefully that will help mm. um, help others. And I and I'll tell you, Gray, I, I struggle mightily with that. Uh, and I and I know that that uh, I need to be more intentional in making my my efforts uh, my efforts count every day and every minute for that. But I do I do try to keep mm. that in my mind and in my heart uh, as I go about my, my my business each day. I didn't mean to interrupt your thought, and you were saying something about rotary, but uh, well, yeah, you know, I just uh, you know, being in the Rotary Club, you you see that. Uh, you know, that service above self. And, and, uh, I went to the Rotary's, uh, website, uh, and, and tried to look at a little bit of the history of that motto. And, you know, they, it wasn't, at one time they had some other mottos, but, but when, the, when this became their principal motto, uh, the, the, uh, one of the persons there with Rotary just said, you know, it best conveys the philosophy of unselfish volunteer service. And um, of course, the Rotarians are are, are wonderful at, at doing doing good in the community and, and across the world, just like the Boy Scouts and and uh, many many followers of Christ. We we want to do that. We want to put service above ourselves and and uh, as as Christ modeled for us. Um, I know in the next week or so, uh, as we get into Holy Week, I imagine there'll be a lot of foot washing going on. Uh, as, as churches, uh, churches really look to exemplify and, and carry out, the, uh, some of Christ's, uh, examples and, and, uh, put that out there front and center. Uh, it, there'll be a lot of foot washing going on, uh, in these next couple of weeks. So, um, well, we just, we need to wrap up here pretty shortly. Uh, David, any final thoughts about, uh, about doing good works daily, uh, in our lives as we go about our spiritual workout? Um, I just, uh, you know, I just think it's, it's, it's something that we, uh, that we have to wake up every morning and be intentional about, uh, as you said, Gray, and, uh, and it's something that, um, we've got to invest our, we've got to jump in, uh, to situations and be willing to invest ourselves. Um, and again, I think, I think if we will do that, I think we will, we will be pleasantly surprised, um, at the opportunities that we're afforded and at the, at the impact that we can make. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the uh, podcast, and um, I do uh, thank you again for taking time out of your schedule and and uh, spending some time with me. And uh, we do appreciate you uh, contributing to the to the podcast. Thank you so much. Great, thank you. I appreciate uh, your offer to to be a part of this, and uh, I just want to thank you again for the great work that that you're doing um on on behalf of of 
of God in, in, in the movement of the YMCA and in our, in our communities. Um, I know your, your reach extends beyond the Y, uh, into your community, uh, and into your region. And, uh, but I know that the Y is very near and dear to your heart. And I appreciate your investment of your time and, and, and your retirement, uh, uh, efforts, uh, you know, a lot of folks retire and go to the house and, uh, prop their feet up and, and you didn't do that. You, you, you rolled up, you rolled your sleeves up and doubled down and I, I'm very grateful for that and I'm grateful for that example. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much. Thanks again to David for joining us on the podcast. We know we often take advantage of opportunities to do good works that pop up in front of us or in our path. Our hope is that you will approach each day with a plan to do good works every day. Thanks again, David, and War Eagle. Thanks for listening. Training for Godliness is a podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. You can find our blog at chaplaingray.blogspot.com. Remember, His faithful love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Gray.